Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Insane in the membrane. Good afternoon. Welcome to the. Well, I've fucked it up. <laughs> it threw me. It threw me. Keep going. Good afternoon. Keep going. Keep going. Good afternoon. <laughs> I, uh, uh, hello and welcome to your favourite podcast, Insane in the Membrane, with me, Rich Wilson. And this week I'm joined by brilliant comedian and fantastic human being, Ben Pope. Hello. Hi, mate. How's hello, it going? Mate. Good to see you. Uh, we will say this uh, at the top. Yes, I'm a bit... I've got baby brain. We've got a baby, so I'm a bit fucked. I keep forgetting how to do things. Oh, of course. Yeah, so that introduction is absolute pony. <laughs> <laughs> so just, I did the early shift today, so I'm a bit all over the place. And uh, and, oh my and, ben, and Ben uh, is is doing it doing it from uh, from a, a dual carriageway, so there will be traffic noise <laughs> as we go along. Just so you know. Yeah, yeah, baby on board at both ends. I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, good to see you, Ben. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. It's such a treat to do this. Um, I don't get to do that many. I just don't. I don't end up doing loads of podcasts. It's really nice to be able to like, lovely to be invited, and I, nice. it's nice to be, yeah, just sort of let loose a little bit. That yeah, nice. Well, this is it. You can go where you want. You say what you want, and if you if you say anything, any if, which I don't imagine you will. If anything too controversial, we can just edit that shit out. <laughs> And oh, that's not what I meant. I wasn't. I, I'm not, I, great. I can finally air all of my horrible opinions. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, 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 no. Imagine that we find the dark side of Ben Pope. Let's <laughs> oh, let's let yeah. Let's not even name it. I don't even want to go there. Um, <laughs> but I saw. So I so I'd sort of seen your name around, and then hmm. saw you in Brighton, and. You know, having been in comedy for many years, it's, you know, it's always nice when you see someone that makes you go, fuck, I want to see more of this. And then mm. saw your and then saw your solo show later on. And honestly, mate, brilliant. I love the way oh, dude. you're so relaxed on stage. It's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Do you are you worried? Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, at all times. Um, <laughs> um no, that, I was thinking about that earlier today. Um, well, for, well, what I should first say is thank you. What a lovely load of compliments. That's so nice. Right. Um, uh, I, I fully agree. It's always lovely. And it's very flattering to be called this, but I always find it's lovely when you see someone who you haven't seen before and they're mm. like at a stage where they're doing, you know, things that make you excited about it. But, you know, and I have yeah. that all the time. 
Um, and it's just, it's the joy of doing this, right? I suppose is that you get this constant, constant carousel of different people all the yeah. time and you get exposed to all these new cool things. Um, so yeah, I'm, that's very flattering of you to say that. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of like re- relaxation, um, I was thinking about this earlier today. The, uh, I, I often, like, I think when I first started, I was so like nervous and so, um, you could see it on me on stage all mm-hmm. the time. And then something about like five years in just sort of broke. Yeah. <laughs> and now I've just sort of relented the fact that it's just, it's just me. And I've done like enough gigs now where it's just like, if this doesn't work, then there's another one later in the week. <laughs> and so like, do you know what I mean? Like why am I, why be stressed about it anymore? Um, and that has just made things a lot better and easier you know that is a, that's um, good. yeah there is I, I i still struggle even though i'm 20 years in i still struggle with the oh all of those people now think i'm shit and yeah because yeah, i had one i had one it still went okay it was just what there was just it was that classic thing of there was a girl in the corner and she was i could see her rolling her eyes and muttering to her friends and every time i said anything she was like oh right and that's all i could focus on even though the rest of the room was having a great time and I came away oh. from going, yeah. And I came away from it going, oh, that was a shit gig. They're all going to think I'm shit. I shouldn't have mentioned that person was doing that. Oh God, you should know better after 20 years. You're and then just you know, mm. instead of just going, oh, fuck it, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, I always think with those ones is actually you don't. And I mean, this is a particular bugbear. It's like people rolling their eyes. I'm mm. like, <laughs> I I always think that is like, a don't like. Who, who are you impressing? Why are you being so cynical? Like, you've come to a comedy show. Like, why, how how insincere is your life that you're sitting there watching someone, like, trying to make you laugh, going like, oh, 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 how, how gauche. Like, oh, fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Like, enjoy your life. What are you doing? And also, yeah. the other thing is, I think, like, with people like that, is you actually don't know if that's their way of, like, enjoying, like, they're going like, oh, I can't believe he's made that joke. Like they're like secretly quite enjoyed. Like they're like, oh, we're going to talk about this later. You know, you just don't know mm-hmm. what that, you just don't know what people have taken away from it. No. So I guess, but I totally relate. Like that feeling of coming away from something and being like, I can't believe I, I can't, after all this time, like I still can't, like why didn't I make that work? How come I didn't get them? Like, you know, how, why do I not have these skills by now? It's so, yeah, it's very frustrating. It's one, and it was but if one it went own, right yeah. every time, it wouldn't be worth doing it. No, that's true. That is true. And yeah. it does fire you up. Like you say, it does fire you up for the next one. You go, right, okay. Those are the mistakes I made. Like, it, it, they're an older crowd as well, a lot of them. And I, mm. I started weird. And then I just... I said, this is, I said to, it, was, it was in the corner of a pub. So in a pub in the, mm. in the, in the countryside. So it was, so they all knew each other. And I sort of went, Oh, it's nice to be here at the, at the village meeting, you know, that classic line. Mm-hmm. And then did this thing where I'm like, and then I just said to this fellow, I went, this is more, <laughs> wasn't that bad. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, 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 it's all right. <laughs> uh, I like this, waltz and all. I like it. I like. But yeah. this, I said to this fellow in the front, I said, oh, this is like more like a town meeting. We're in here. You know, I could have just come around your house and done this. 
you know, and I, hello, mate, how's mm. your mum? How's your mum? And I knew in the back of my head, he's an older dude. I bet his mum isn't here. And he went, yeah, mum's yeah, dead. And the whole room went weird. And I went, oh, they Aww. think, and I went, oh, do you feel that? They all think this is going to be weird, but it's not. It's going to be really funny. And it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was all oh. right. He went, oh, she's been dead seven years. <laughs> oh. Well, you've got, you're used to it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but do you, you see, that's like objectively funny. You do just have to be like, uh, they, it was the wrong, it was the wrong people for all the right jokes, you know? Yeah. Sometimes it's, um, that is, Wait, that's tough. Was, oh man, it was one of them. But where did you grow up, Ben? Let's find out about you. I don't know anything about you. Sure. I don't even know you, how funny you are. Let's work back oh, well, from that's, that. Yeah, uh, that's very kind. I um, I, uh, I I I grew up in Sussex, really. Okay. So, um, which is part of the reason we met in Brighton, really, is because I always try and do as much stuff as I can in uh, in Brighton because um, it's sort of where I spent a lot of my teenage years. Mm. Um, but I had quite a weird. Uh, when I was about eight, I went to uh, an all boys Catholic boarding school. Um, I was one of the choristers at Westminster Cathedral. Wow. Um, which is like one of the, yeah, not not the abbey where all the coronations happen, but just down the road. It's like the, mm. the Catholic version, basically. So it was like I went and like sung in like a fancy Latin choir for like, you know, five years. We went on what? tour. We recorded CDs and all this stuff. And I was like <laughs> 10. It's like a really strange way to do an education and very bizarre and very like, you know, quite intense. Um, but very like, uh, you know, you, we were like exposed to a lot of cool stuff and had a lot of independence quite young. So that I think probably gave me like the entertainment bug. I think it was something about like performing and like being kind of, you know, concerts and stuff. You do a lot of like, I don't know. There's a lot of performance to all of it. I mean, there's a lot of performance in like religion in general. I mean, I'm not, I'm not religious anymore, but at the time I, you know, there's all of this sort of, you know, you come out and do all the ritual and everything and everyone's dressed up. But I think there was a part of me that was quite kind of, um, quite like the showmanship of it all. Um, and definitely like when I was then went to like a normal secondary school in Sussex, I, I just, I started doing loads of theater. Um, and, and then at the same time was watching loads of stand up on TV because it was like that point of like, well, like Mock the Week was at, at the peak with like, you know, that, that, that lineup with like Frankie Boyle and like Russell yeah. Howard was arriving. And I was like, oh my God, young teenager, <laughs> jeans, like jeans and t shirt people can do stand up. Wow. And then, and then it's all sort of, um, all history from there, really. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it was a weird, weird upbringing that I was like half in the city and half in the country. And yeah. so, uh, so I kind of, no, I'm moving, you know, I moved to London when I was 21 and, and, and I never, I've never quite worked it out. Like I, I like it here and it's busy and I get to do all the gigs and everything, but also there's always part of me that's like, gosh, too many people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to be, I was in London at the weekend and mm. <clears throat> Having grown up there, it just seems like literally you couldn't move. I was walking down towards the gig, and and I was just like, "What? The, what is this? We can't even get to where we need to be." It was insane. Yeah, you know, there's just there are too many people there now. 
and I sound like an old fucker. <laughs> Back in my day, there was four of us. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think I don't know. You just you reach an age where you're like, oh, I I know what a good time is, and a good time is people equidistant from each other, all doing something fun that is like a little bit communal, but not that communal. <laughs> you like you know you know what a good time is, and being stuffed on the Piccadilly line at like six p.m. Yeah, with like another adult person, like you should. The tube shouldn't feel like like a horrible womb. It should be like we should all have perfectly. Like it also be like nicely. Like each of us should have our own little cubicle. You know, it should yeah. be. It's, it just shouldn't be so gross. Um, I know. I think I think that's you know. I I think it's totally fine to be pissed off at it all. The time. It's, it's, it is really unnatural. Like cattle trains. They just you just get shoved mm. on. And, yeah, I know. And then, yeah, what what you were describing sounds like a barn dance where you're like everyone's having fun. It's communal, but not not on top of each you other. Know, yeah, exactly. Equidistant <laughs> line dancing. Yeah, everyone's just. You know what I mean? It should be. I don't want any of this mosh pit business. I want. I want drinking a pint with two other people. There's three other people about two meters away. Social distancing is what I'm describing. <laughs> um, my ideal scenario is everyone is behind a plastic sheet. <laughs> I think this is maybe my problem and not everybody else's. Anyway, um, uh, so you grew up, like you were saying earlier, you grew up, yeah, so you were Catholic. Mm. And what, what, what was the changing point for you with that? Did you kind of a, a one day kind of went, oh, this doesn't, this feels like. It might be nonsense. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like it, it was. It was two things. Firstly, I mean, our comedy has its part to play in this because I started getting really into like um, Tim Minchin and mm. like um, there was a lot of stuff and like like Rufus Hound and like Ricky Gervais at the time was doing loads of like there was just so much kind of like atheist comedy. Um, and while I found it all quite kind of like aggressive and I wasn't like a hundred percent sold on the tone of it all, mm. I was like, I don't know, the kind of the observational mind that you use for comedy, the kind of, um, clinical kind of like argument brain, you know, that's like, let's pull this, let's take this thing we all assume is normal and pull it apart and make it sound strange. That kind of does away with religion really quickly. You know, it's mm. so easy to like make fun of religion in, with comedy because it's, such an immediate absurdism, you know, it's so like, so I think it was partly that. And then it was also, I started when I was at secondary school, I started having, uh, sat, we had Saturday morning school. We had like, like which is horrible, invention, <laughs> eight, like 8am to midday or 1pm or something. And so suddenly Sunday became my only lion. Mm. And so there was this turning point, I think when I was about 14, where in the Catholic church, normally you'd get confirmed, you'd like, go and do like an extra course in order to like have a service where you go like, I, yeah, I've been raised Catholic and now I'm confirming that I'm God mm. is, I'm, I'm a God boy. Let's do it. <laughs> um, uh, and, you know, you choose your like saint and everything that you're going to, you know, uh, pray to and all this stuff. And in order to do that, I would have had to spend loads of Sunday mornings going to like extra classes and things. And um, I chose to sleep over God, basically. It's <laughs> just like, just rather be asleep, really. Um, and so that was, that was sort of when it kind of sort of went out the window a bit. Yeah. Um, 
but it's kind of I don't know. There's I still I don't. The more I think about it, I don't. I wouldn't go fully back to it at any point. Uh, but I do. I do. There's still parts of it that, like culturally, you remain. Mm. Like I, all the music is still in my brain, you know. Yeah. And that kind of that feels very like sort of uh, otherworldly somehow. And um, I'm very into like thinking about. I don't know the ritual of it all, and like the idea of all the a lot of the good things that you can do with your life, like spiritually. I think mm. are things you can do in a church. So like having regular chats with people, thinking, you know, praying is really just meditation, and like all those sort of things. I'm kind of like there are good bits of this that are helpful. I think yeah, the idea of like pausing, having a day off, and just being like. Once a week, just being like, okay, let's all eat some food and like chill out and just think about yep. our lives. I think it's quite good, but I don't, I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't do the full, um, you know, back in the clothes and the no, um, yeah, every week and everything. That it's not really, it's not for. It's not a for lot, me. isn't it? It's a lot. It's a big commitment. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's funny with having grown up not necessarily religious, but we were told that, that God existed. And so you, and so there's still a part of you because you were brought up that way. It's still a part of you that in, it's in you still, even though you kind of look and you're like, well, where? And then it's like, yeah, yeah but yeah. yeah, but you know, so as we go along and we find out more about the universe and our place in it and everything else that's around us, you go, yeah, where did it all start? Did it? What was before? Was it nothing? It was just nothing. Mm. And then this happened, and then you start. And I think the world be, got a bit of a not a darker place but I, I just miss magic i missed i hate yeah I grew up and magic went oh, oh i see how that happened now and believing in things like santa and god and there, there was a nice it it was a nice feeling to it that you but there was other things that you didn't really understand i missed yeah that. oh yeah like that is hugely yeah i think about that a lot because i'm always like I don't know. I feel like I turned like 31 this year and you start seeing like a lot of your friends start doing like, they start making quite, they're making decisions and not necessarily like, you know, some of it's like marriage and babies and that kind of thing. But some of it's also like, you know, my friend is 35 and he's like, I'm getting back into Dungeons and Dragons. It's happening now. I'm doing it. Um, or like you've got a friend who's like, oh, I'm, I picked up rock climbing and that's my whole thing now. I've got all the gear and I go every week and I've got a big chalk thing and I put on my little harness. Um, and I think partly it's because you reach a point where you're like, okay, I need to like, there is no, ma- like I've got all the magic is gone. So, like, what is the, where can I get the feeling of the magic? And part of it, I guess, is, like, sometimes it's, like, nostalgia. And then sometimes it's, like, oh, doing the thing I really like doing yeah. is really fun and, like, gives me, like, endorphins and and is, like, sociable or whatever. That's the that's the closest we can get. That little dopamine thing yeah. that you get and you don't really understand where it comes from. Is that's like that's the closest you can go. I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or like I suppose for other people, it's like you know, 
learning about black holes and stuff or, <laughs> or yeah. but I, it's, I don't know there's, there's 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 more to it but i think that's for me that's the theory i like uh, okay if i can i like that's what comedy is right it's like keep doing this thing keep expressing myself in this way keep building material and not really sure why and actually it's like because it feels good to be on stage and it feels yeah. good to make these things and to say them i think you're um, right i think it's that having something to believe in is helps you get through you know because it's oh. it's if you're yeah if you don't have anything that you love to do like, like you said before but having a day where you just go i'm not even going to send an email today i'm yeah. not even gonna i'm gonna go and i'm gonna go and play with my model trains or i'm gonna go spelunking or i'm gonna do yeah, yeah. something yeah. else i think you need that yeah you're right it's that belief in something yeah, magic goes from being like wizards to being like, uh, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my mocha pot today, <laughs> like you know, or whatever it is. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down for half an hour and stare out the window. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a different life. Yeah. Well, I tell yeah. you, since we've been, since we've had the the, the little one, um, so I I've been mm. watching a lot more TV. I didn't really watch a lot before. I'd watch films. I'd start watching programs and then go, oh, this is like, they're all kind of the same, aren't they? The same drama, depending mm. on what it is, you know. And so you watch Sons of Anarchy and you go, oh, that's like blah, blah, blah. So wow. I get it. But so now we've got the baby and I just sit and feed him and watch TV. I'm actually I'm actually having a nice time. Having those moments where you have to sit and do nothing. You've just got this little fella You've got to you've got to put fluid in him, and then you've got to clear the fluid out of him. And so you might as well watch. I watch documentaries about you know Robert England who played Freddy Krueger, and you know watching oh, cool. the L.A. gang tattooist Mr. Cartoon, and watching that, and I'm having a, mm. quite, I'm having a nice time in those moments. You know, yeah, man, slowing it down, yeah. And and also because you're not just doing you're not like sitting it's not two a.m. and you're sitting in your pants with a bottle of strongbow a bottle of strongbow a can of strongbow <laughs> a bottle of strongbow you can tell us how long ago I was like drunk strongbow I don't even know where it comes in but like it's not like a it's very easy to sit and watch TV in the saddest way imaginable but when you're like you've got like this thing that you're caring for doing it you know it's like it has me the whole thing is like. So much more meaning, mm, uh, yeah. It's like part of your, yeah. That's great, man. That's, well, I'm, ah, oh, what, a, nice. what a, an experience! <laughs> but it's like watching. I've been watching Jason Statham films for research. I've just got this bit that goes into <laughs> Jason Statham films, and I was like, Do you know what? I take the piss out of him, but I haven't actually watched that many of his films. And I was watching them. I've been watching them, and uh, I mean, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, 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 some of them have got more layers than others but yeah that's my I've had, just never given myself that moment because I always felt like I should be doing something I'm like I should be out there I've got to be grinding you've got to be pushing and why am I indoors I should be outdoors I've got to be send my emails outdoors why am I doing it in my flat <laughs> yeah you know? it's it's the the pressure to constantly be like like optimizing every moment for <laughs> the good of, you know, my career and like, or, or like what, what's going to make me a better person? What is going to like, 
well, how could I be using this? How could the, you know this be the most useful possible? That it can that can drive you fully wild. I think. Yeah. Um, and I'm definitely like, yeah. I think that that thing of like slowing down is so important because you know, I mean, it's. I don't have. I look. I don't have a, a baby, so I, <laughs> I I put my hands up and say like, hey, you know, it's not I, not not the same deal at all, but. I do think like you can get really stuck in like um, like task orientated thinking all the yeah. time. Every day can just be like, oh, all these little parcels of time are just like separated up into like the little jobs I've got to do with them. And then suddenly you realize like two weeks has passed and you're like, I actually don't really know what I did. I didn't really experience any of that. I no. was just, I was just, I was doing the, 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 the bits. I was just, yeah. on autopilot um and it's yeah it's just trying like, to get through yeah, to really list. make you go yeah. crazy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. obsessed with lists people are obsessed with to-do lists and oh yeah when you get like but i think this i think my wife does it and a few people like they write on it make a make a list and then when they make the list they tick that over and say that's one Easy little bit of yeah, just straight on. So little serotonin just to start the day. That's yeah, done. That's cheeky. Yes. That's cheeky. That's what that is. That's... Cheating the system. <laughs> mm. So what do you so do when you're writing? Do you do you do you sit down specifically and go right? I'm going to write today, or is there? A, are you hit with you know kind of ah oh, wow now you know. Yeah, um, I, I do definitely like parcel out time to do it because mm. otherwise it doesn't happen. Um, I'm I have another I have a day job as well. I, I manage a bookshop um, in South London, okay. and so like between that and the and comedy, like it's 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 hard to find the time. And often, you know, the times I would normally do be doing like on the way to a gig or on the way mm. back from a gig. You know, you're on a train somewhere, and um, sometimes that that can be really fruitful time. But then, often, you know, if you're coming off the back of something else, like you need that time to just decompress, yeah. and get into just like psh, let the whatever it is, the soup in your brain, just sort of like settle down for a second. Um, so I do, yeah, I try. If I have a day off, I'll be like, okay, we got the morning. Let's just do the morning, and it doesn't mm. matter what it is. I just need to sit down with a coffee in a shop or, or you know the desk get, just get to the desk <laughs> and then um and then and then just yeah I, I try and think of it the way i think about it at the moment is like um uh it's like doing little sudokus or little puzzles or mm, something like that yeah. where like you just it doesn't really it doesn't matter what it is and it doesn't matter if it goes right and it doesn't matter you know, it's like doing a crossword. The number of crosswords that you've like started and just never finished, mm. or or that you finished and then like, well, what do you do? You don't get a prize. You just you finish the thing. <laughs> just so, showing everybody, I did the yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, sitting on a train, just being like, yeah, <laughs> look, that crowd goes wild. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> goes wild. Um, no, it's uh, you just I, I yeah. It's just like trying to put that space to just be like I'm just going to play around. I'm going to doodle, um, uh, and then you know, going back through notebooks and just like occasionally just like reading over stuff or like my iPhone notes. I finally didn't used to do them use them very often because I don't really like writing on my phone. But then 
you know, sometimes it's the quickest way if you yeah. do think of something on the move to just be like shove it in there. Yeah. And then you can go through it all and be like, oh, that might be, let's talk about that. Let's like noodle with that. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, yeah. And then I'll do the odd kind of thing where I've kind of, I've worked out, I want to do a, I want to tell a story or I want to talk about something on stage. Mm. And I've maybe got like three lines that I want to say. Yeah. And then everything in between is just, let's, see if i can find something on the way let's just <laughs> walk it through in real time um but yeah so it's really sort of um it's a bit of a portmanteau process mm. it's not like it's not one way um and i kind of like that about it as well i'm not one of these people really i have too much kind of um uh sort of uh, i don't know i like to be distracted i kind of got magpie yeah um vibes i think sometimes i have some friends who like write scripts and i really find that so difficult because i just don't like the idea of being like i've got to get this scene cracked mm. or like these two scenes cracked before midday and they just have to sit there with it i'm always like i want to be in a coffee shop if the seat closest to the window so that i can see everybody <laughs> milling around and if at any point i just want to get up and go i can it doesn't matter yeah like i sort of catch myself on the cusp of having an idea you know it's like i, I don't know how to describe it just like i just don't want to be like holed up somewhere doing homework i want to be like sort of just on the fly sort of and that's yeah. sort of how how it all comes together i suppose i um, uh, yeah i know what you mean Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's it's I, I if I have an idea, I have to get it down and get it done immediately. Mm. Because if I have to come back to it, I would have. By the time I come back to it, my brain's gone. This is shit now. You should have done yeah. this straight away. You should have sent this out. You should have done the thing and just sent it yeah. to someone. And uh, yeah, it's like with books. Like so, I love books, and I've got loads of books, and I've read loads mm. of books, but I have to read them more or less in one go 
Otherwise, right, 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 right. I'll, I'll, I might come back to it once or twice. But on the third mm. time, if I've got to come back to it again, I kind of wander off. So I've got a lot of half-read yeah. books. Terrible. No, oh, don't, don't. That's I, I, no, no. I, I absolve you of all, of all, of all of the sins of that because that's my whole life. Is that like I, because of the the shop, like I get sent a lot of like proofs and stuff, and I like books anyway, so I like I pick stuff up in charity shops all the time, and like I don't finish most things. Like I really yeah. read half of most things. Um, and it's dreadful <laughs> because I really do love reading and I want to go to the full story. But you do, I think at a certain point, you have to like relent to the fact that like there's a reason you didn't, mm. you know, it wasn't grabbing you or, um, you know, you don't have the time and that's fine. Or yeah. uh, something about the subject matter is not, you know, or there's something more exciting. And that's also fine. Like, yeah, follow that bit of joy and excitement to the next thing. Don't, you know. Um, there are definitely some things that I think it's worth like plugging ahead with, and, yeah. but you'll, you know, as with anything, as with like any creative project, it's like, you'll feel the need to do that yes. and you'll do it, you know, yeah. um, that'll come from in. So that the call will come from inside the house, <laughs> you know, it's like, you're gonna, it'll, it'll, it'll make you, uh, you'll sort of self-generate that, I think. Very um, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But it, do, no, yeah. just there should be no guilt with reading. I, I don't want you to ever, you read whatever you, particularly <laughs> you have a baby, man. You don't read two pages and enjoy them. Don't, don't I'm not, don't, don't make that a cause for confession. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this is something that people need to hear because I see many people, and I know many people have got a stack of books by the bed or wherever they keep them. <laughs> and they're always, I, because we, because it's a, this society that we live in, you know, you're, you're, you're a better, more intelligent person if you've read all these books and, mm-hmm. uh, and, you're, and you're less so if you've only read half of them and you've only read mm-hmm. half, of the, half of the books and, you've, and there's all this pressure and people, oh, I've got all these books to get through. And that's such a nice thing that people need to hear. I already feel so much lighter. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Yeah, man. Matter. It's not. It just doesn't matter. It's also like who are you? Who are you impressing? Like, you know, you get to the end of one of them, and like the difference between having half read something and having fully read it is like the only difference it makes is to you. Like yeah. maybe you there was something in the second half of the book that would have been helpful for you, but there's no point being like, oh, I read this so I could tell people I read this thing. <laughs> oh give up like just truly what what's the point um yeah and i always i always you know the time it always comes up is when i'm moving house and suddenly you realize that like i have been hoarding these things and they're all potential they're all like the potential person that i wanted to be a year ago when i like i saw that book on a thing and i was like oh that's 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 who I want to be. Someone who's read that, please. And then you picked it up and you've taken it home, and then it sat in your house for a year, yeah. and you've never read it. And now you're having to pay to have it moved, and you're having to like put it into another box that you're having to carry to the thing. And like, it's just like it's such a yeah. You're confronted with this thing. And me and my old flatmate Jamie used to say he used to come in and just be like, "Who are we impressing? Who is this for?" <laughs> 
I think and the fantasy it's like they're like all of your ex-girlfriends are like coming around your house and being like wow he reads so much more now yeah. it's like no that's not that would never happen and if it did it wouldn't matter like what's wrong with you I know what yeah. you mean I've got I did this I had so many books and then the last, yeah, it was like the last time I moved, I kind of went, what? Again, it was like, I've only got these so that people come around and go, oh, you've got that. And it's like, yeah, I've never read it, yeah. but I've got it. And so I was like, right, yeah. it was really hard. I was like, just get rid of everything that was just for show, which, you know, I mean, I think a lot of books are like that, really. They're kind of, look, I've, I look at that. Yes, of course I've got Chomsky. Look at that. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's just to show, yeah. it's just that. And it's like, what, what is the point? So now we've got audio books that I find, I, I, which is so much, because you can do something else. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The author or an actor that you know is reading the book to you. So I go to the gym quite a bit and just, and just, I have, I've, I'm listening to Patrick Stewart at the minute. And just awesome. you know, I've listened to Arnold Schwarzenegger's book, and I've all listened to all these people. And he's like, "Oh, I would have never have read these in a million years." Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. No, it's so cool. I think. I mean, I, I yeah. Anyone who's into that, I, I, I can't. I'm not an audio person because I'm too like. I get quite fixated on hearing every. So I want to like read every mm-hmm. sentence of something. Yeah. So I always find it very like. I'm and I'm very like tactile. My brain works with just like. I want to hold it and I want to like the mm. same reason I, can't, I wouldn't ever get a Kindle because I just like I just need to know where how far I am into stuff and yeah like, yeah yeah all of that and it's probably quite a childish kind of fixation but 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 all the people I know who do do audio books and stuff are just so evangelical about it because they're like it's changed my life I really struggled with reading and now I can I've read all this stuff and I know about it and it was mm. like enjoyable. It was like an enjoyable experience. It wasn't something I was like beating myself over the head with, um, <laughs> you know, it's such a lovely, I think it's great. I think it's so great. Yeah. And it's just, it, it, cause I did that. I was like, right. Okay. Let's listen to some of the classics, right? You're never going to sit and read, you know, the, the Odyssey. Cause in your head, it's too big, too, too mm. fiddly. You know, you want to, you know, of it. Let's have it. So I listened to it, it and Ian McKellen, so Ian McKellen's reading it. Mm-hmm. And I was about, I'm about, I got about a quarter of the way in and I went, oh, this is just every movie that's ever been made. <laughs> it's like, yeah. he's, got to, he's on this quest, but he's got to do these other side quests before he gets uh-huh. to the thing he needs. And it's there. And you go, oh, this is everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I did my degree on the Odyssey, actually. I was... Um, really? I was yeah I did classics and stuff so I did like um like the Odyssey and the um the Iliad and all that stuff and it is like yeah it's one of those ones where you're like this is it's so uh, it's yeah as you say it's like foundational it's like it's the mm. beginning of everything and yeah I would also totally understand if people never read it ever <laughs> because <laughs> the yeah, all the like building blocks are there, but also like stylistically, whilst it is really interesting, it isn't, it's like very, you know, there's parts of it that are really repetitive. Yeah. There's parts that are really like specific to you. Like you have to know all of the Greek myth and all of yes. the, in order to like understand the references and like thingy, son of thingy, son of, there's bits of it that are a bit like the Bible where it's like, you're just like, okay, this is, you know, there's a bit in the Iliad where they literally have a catalog of ships and it's like a whole chapter of just like, Here's all the army that are at the thing. And you're like, like no yeah. one, no one is, feels 
you know, at, at the time, I am sure, you know, and, and in the immediate cultural wake of that in up until about like 500 BC, I'm sure it was all incredibly interesting and important. But, you know, now it's very difficult to, you can get excited about the like narrative structure of the whole thing. And, mm. and there are some beautiful bits of poetry in it. But I, 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 I would challenge any academic to get like emotionally excited about, you know, a, a list of a list of genealogy at the beginning of it. It's like, oh, oh, um, statistics, oh, yeah, just, yeah. Well, exactly, ooh. yeah. It's that basically, isn't it? It's just pure data. Yeah. Um, I know it's in the same. I, I was, I was reading um, the Road to Wigan Pier, uh, George Orwell, and there's a bit yeah. in that where he just. He's just listing, I can't remember what he's listing, he's just listing either what people earn or money or list it. It's a whole chapter, it's just a list. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, okay. And, you yeah. know, <laughs> oh, and the peer's not there anymore. <laughs> it's, oh. it's so tricky, isn't it? You're like, you do, you want to enjoy it. You're like, this is like classic literature. Mm. I, should, oh, I should need this and it should like oh, unlock something inside. And at some point you just have to be like, Okay, maybe not all of it is is gonna it's gonna make me cry, you know. But this is it. This um, is another pressure that we put on ourselves. Is that there's always those these are the these are the books you ha- must you should have read before you die. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. I spend all my time reading all these books that are huge, half of them, and I'm going to feel shit because I don't understand them. And yeah, it's just going to make me the bit of life I've got left after having read all these books. <laughs> it's just me being depressed thinking that I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, it, I think as with all things, it's like moderation is key. Like there's mm. always, it's like great to read one of them, like say yourself a project and read one of them and just be like, cool, I read Middlemarch or I read, mm. you know, whatever it is. You know, if you feel like that's something you want to do. But in the meantime, read back of the Radio Times. Like have a... <laughs> Have a sandwich. Have a nice, Don't worry about it. <laughs> have a, or have a sandwich. I think that's really the answer to all of this. Is just have a goddamn sandwich. I think that's really. A, you know. I keep saying it. It's my, it seems to be my answer to everything at the minute. It's just oh, just fuck it off and have a sandwich, mate. You'll feel so much better. Once you've I, I think this is the wisest thing I've ever heard. This is like that is. I think my life life motto I think that's, I'm going to adopt this I might get this tattooed on my <laughs> I was trying to where where it would be an appropriate place I was about to say my lower back and I was like no that's not for me though is it um, <laughs> a trap stamp <laughs> <of> a sandwich <laughs> yeah like let's not let's just have a sandwich shall we yeah yeah <laughs> let's just stick to the keep it easy we, we, we're yeah. overcomplicated <laughs> Yeah, let's just uh, yeah. <laughs> you have Greg's across your shoulder blades like a fifty cent tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I bet. I bet you. I bet if we Google that, someone has got that. I they bet must you. have. There must, must have. be a Greg's. <laughs> Greg's just across in this like hip hop, mm. really like Mister mm. Cartoon kind of font. Yeah. Yes. There sausage roll people. down the arm just on that <laughs> yeah just like when they have baby when they have their kids names it's just yes yeah, sausage roll steak bake yeah 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 oh man maybe that is the name of their kids oh god this is taking a turn maybe <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> oh man 
but you seem this is the thing you seem to have quite a handle on things. You seem pretty chilled. Well, that's nice, man. That's yeah. good. The illusion is complete. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> but I guess it's like all of us. We all have our ups and downs, don't we? And uh, mm. uh, but that's another thing as well because people, you know, when they're growing up and they're brought up with, uh, with a religious background, and so you know, they're told like God is there, God is God. You know, you, He will take care of you. Mm. And then when you come away from that, that must be quite difficult. When you're like, oh shit, I'm sort of now what? I'm sort of on my own here. That's Oh, that's quite daunting. Must be quite daunting, really. Even though you, 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 your beliefs may have changed, this like we said earlier, there's still that element of, yeah, but you know, he's. I think he is there, and I feel like I've turned my back on him a little bit, and oh, yeah. I don't know. Tricky. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't quite ever go away. The I, I don't know if this is necessarily just the religious stuff. It may just be like an element of my education in general but like that feeling of I, something i talk to a lot i talked to um uh uh my girlfriend at the time at the at the moment uh Ooh. about a lot is good boy syndrome which is right. this thing of i've heard a lot about which is just like you just can't everything you're doing is in order to uh like you just want to pass the test. You just mm. want to be like, just do it well so that everybody likes you. And like, don't, don't, you don't want to get in trouble. Really don't like being like told off. Don't want to make anyone angry or upset. Yeah. I don't really want any conflict ever. And I think there is an element of the like religious side to that. It's like, there shouldn't really ever be any issues just you know and if something is difficult don't worry we'll we'll deal with that by putting it over here and like um and if there is something really like difficult or or even just different then like and it is like a fundamental part of who you are then that's bad and quite you should feel quite bad about that really it's like <laughs> you know shameful or guilt you know make you feel guilty so i don't yeah i mean that's that's something I think it's I, I'm I'm sort of famously I think uh, and in the same in my family as well not very good at admitting to when I am having a hard time or when it mm. is more difficult um, uh, and I yeah and again I don't know where that comes from but it is it's you you do have to sort of yeah I don't know uh, it's part of being an adult isn't it it's like just yeah. learning how to confront difficult things in your life and admit when you're wrong and be open to change. <laughs> Even saying <laughs> these things, I'm like, I hate, I hate that what I'm saying. <laughs> um, this is, I don't know, I was going to go full into therapy mode here, but yeah, it's, um, it's, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that is a, a, a hangover from, childhood i assume it probably is which is yeah. not wanting to and again it comedy plays in the good part in this and that it's a very easily monetizable way of um making everyone happy making everything all right not yeah. allowing any conflict in the room you know that's why i'll never be probably like you see a lot of um uh i'm not very good at like uh uh, some people's style is very like they're happy to sit in an uncomfortable yeah. moment with a crowd um, 
and or they want to provoke a kind of oh something a little bit nastier in the in the room and like i like to think i have a broad palette of styles and skills within yeah. my acts but like it is still like i don't like it i don't want to be in an awkward position you know uh-huh. it's a bit like with your your, your friend whose mum was oh, yeah. died seven years ago like you just <laughs> you don't that was never the intention was to get it was never no. to get there and there no. are acts who i'm sure would love it would like lap that up um and that's but it for me it's just not it does not interest me because i just no. want i want everyone to have a nice time i want to like yep. jazz hands it you know? <laughs> um, yeah, i'm the same you know, i'm the same and, the and i find the only i've been a bit short tempered with people that i don't mind a heckle but when you're an arsehole about it, mm. I get annoyed that you've, I'm like, no, don't do that. That's, and it, I find it really difficult. I lose my patience a bit with that, but yeah. Um, yeah, I'm the same as you. I want it. I want everyone to have a good time, which is why that woman rolling her eyes. I was like, no, you, oh, yeah. what can I do to fix it? Rather than like, yeah. well, she just wasn't having a good time or whatever she was doing. I should have just let it go, but I wanted everyone to have a good time. I'm the same. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard because they're bringing. She's come prepped with cynicism. She's mm. come prepped with like, oh, I didn't, I didn't want to enjoy this, and then I didn't. So, <laughs> ha, I win. You know? um, which it's you. It's very difficult to combat that. You can try, and but it is also at the end of the day, it's not your. It's, you, you, you can't. You can give people uh, a nice time, and you can try to give people a nice time. You can't yeah. cure them of their own personality. You know, <laughs> we're like a fun distraction or a fun kind of thought experiment, but mm. we're not like we're not there to like administer medicine. No, um, that's true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. What was it like being in boarding school? I've, I've spoken um, to a few people about that. I know Tom Horton was on, and he talked mm, about it. And having gone there from a young age, and how hard it was to to adjust to it, because you just thrust into this world of oh shit, I'm not with my parents anymore. Now what? Yeah, I mean, it was hard at first. I was very, I was pretty sad when I, I was yeah. eight years old, and it's like wow. You are just like I buy the one of the year. Um, uh, even though it is very like new and novel and exciting, and you're meeting all these new people. And I was very lucky in that, like I had a really welcoming, lovely group of people to mm. try. I mean, if you're going in and it's a more hostile environment, I can imagine it is like yeah, pretty horrific. Um, but I had you know the people I really kind of still have friends from that era of my life who were just very kind and have always been very kind and welcoming and a lovely part of that um, community. So that was, you know, it was the best it could have been, but it was still really different. Like, it's just not mm. nice to not no. be. And you just learn how to, you know, you learn how to be independent. And I think it meant that when I was a teenager and particularly my early 20s as well, I was very just like, I know, how, you know, maybe I don't know how to do everything I certainly didn't, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm going to try and I don't really want your help. I don't want to, you know, I, I was very like, uh, 
uh, was probably quite uncommunicative with yeah. my parents and my sister. Um, whereas, like, my sister, who's a bit older than me, didn't go to boarding school and was very much more, like, around and in my parents' lives and, like, would talk to them all the time and ring them all the time and all that kind of stuff. And I just, I, I just, because I had learned to be not, you know, and we didn't, and this, you know, I was young and mobiles weren't really a thing. So yeah. if you wanted to talk, you had to find a specific time, agree with them like a week in advance, <laughs> and then use the payphone that was in the school thingy and, you know, have your conversation, your very, you know, loving, sweet conversation with your parents in the hallway <laughs> with all of the kids coming past you or whatever. Yeah. So they really like... It was, you know, and, and but I, I, there's bits of it that I really, um, I, I, I feel so lucky to have had, like, you know, because uh, we, we lived in Sussex, like it was way too far. Like we got one day off on like a Saturday mm. where we could see our parents and like hang out with them. And, you know, most people just went home because they either lived in London already or lived like close enough that it was fine. But because we lived in Sussex, it was like two and a half hours to drive home. So by the time we got there, you'd have like an hour at home and have to drive back again. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So my parents would just come up on Saturdays, the teachers, so they had Saturdays off and they'd come up and we just do stuff around London. So like for five years, we did like, you know, we went and did touristy things or we, you know, yeah. went to find free stuff, you know, museums and galleries and everything. They're like, everything's so easy to get for kids as well like so tickets are cheap for everything you know it's so easy to go mm. and like have a great time in london with a child if you're just visiting for a day like it's such a there's yeah. so many things to do um and because after like a few years of doing that we got really used to like how you travel around and like how you you don't you know don't go to oxford circus on saturday <laughs> at midday because it's a horror show you know um <laughs> So that was like, and so I just got to see so much cool stuff. And I went to, you know, occasionally we'd go and see like a, a matinee at like the old Vic or something because there was a discount on. Or like we'd go yeah. to the Museum of London or whatever. And like, and it was just, it meant then when I moved, and it may probably gave me a bit of a love of London. So when I moved here at 21, I was like, I know a fair bit about the city already. I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah. just throwing myself into the city. And... I don't know, like, you're just, you're excited by it. There's so much stuff um, going on. And I've never really got over that bug, even now when I'm, like, you know, furious at how much everything costs. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too many people everywhere, and uh, it's dirty yeah. and polluted, and not have green space, and all this sort of stuff. Even now, I'm still, like, you go over a bridge, and you're like, oh, wow, yeah. I live, I just live in this incredible place. Um, yeah. I know what you mean. It was, so, having been up there last weekend, even though I had that moment where I was like, for fuck's sake, I just want to walk down this street. But yeah. I can't because everybody's walking down this street at the same time. Yeah. But mm. I did I kind of popped out in Soho and wandered through and then wandered down to my gig and had my headphones on. And, mm. and I was like, ah, oh, do you know what? This is actually pretty cool. It's cool. I know when mm. I've been to other capital cities, you know, when I've been to Paris or wherever and, and you look at those people and go, whoa, how cool is that? They live here. That's so cool. Mm, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Other people think that of you. When you're walking along, like, that guy clearly lives here because he's really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's it, isn't it? It's kind of, I think when you can live in the fantasy of it a little bit, where there's the mm. bit of kind of like, how romantic is this? You know, that's very nice. Um, yeah. But when you're like, when you're paying your bills and uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not quite as fun. No. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I have really, I do, I, I, yes, I, I love it. I love, I, I think it's not, I like the people. I like to be able to come away from the people, but I think it's because I know that the people will still be there when I go back. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. mm. I have that, I have that, that luxury of being able to dip in and out of it. I can, mm. I can, I can spend time on my own because there'll be people to go back to and spend time with, which, mm. is, which is something I've realized as I'm older, which is nice. Yeah, go and have a sandwich, yeah. and I'll go back again. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's so that's a nice. Like, I mean, it's well, yeah. One of the things I've come to, I think, you know, you do this job for, um, you know, a decade or whatever it is now um, for me, and you've suddenly got friends in most of the major cities yeah. in the UK, like, you know, and so suddenly like going somewhere, isn't this like big, Oh, where am I going to go? And Oh, it's going to be horrible. And it's going to, you know, and I'm not going to know anyone and it's going to be scary. Suddenly it's like, Oh, Oh, I'll just, I'll go and see, you know, I'll put something out on Instagram and like three people will be like, no way I'm here. And you know, we're yeah. like, it, we're, it's nice having the kind of uh, the travelingness of it. And also the people who like live in all these places that you get to go to, it's 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 yeah it's a very it's a uh, that's the luxury i think uh, it is of doing it, it is. for a bit and also yeah, getting older a bit i suppose as well yeah i think it is that you kind of i'm just more aware of i think and i always knew this was going to happen because i've heard it said so many times but i think now i'm older i'm like oh yeah i need to appreciate things more mm-hmm. and so yes i'm glad that someone read the odyssey to me so that I didn't spend twice the time trying to read it, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and just yeah, just focusing on on stuff that makes you that makes you happy. And this talking to you today, Ben Pope, has made me very very happy. I'm so glad oh, we thanks, could do man. this, mate. Um, this was great. Yeah, it's thank been you. lovely. You're such an easy man to talk to. It's beautiful, beautiful. Where are you on tour? Are you taking your show on tour? What's happening, Ben? Yeah, well, I am. Oh, let's think. What's going to be the most useful thing to say? I, 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 I did a tour in the UK last autumn. So that's kind of not helpful for anyone listening to this. But <laughs> I'm taking that same show to New Zealand very shortly. Um, um, so I'll be, I'll be there in February, which is this month. Yeah, fantastic. Um, uh, and then yeah, and then I'll be. I'm coming down to Brighton. In fact, I'm coming to do the Brighton Fringe. Wonderful. Um, for three evenings spread across the month of may um, lovely uh, i shall make sure i come and see you because i, I enjoyed you immensely new zealand beautiful place it's not part of the festival you're just going over there um yeah well it's part of the they have like a fringe it's not the international comedy festival it's the like fringe festival that they have that's in wellington okay. um so it's a bit more of a kind of fringy vibe mm. it's not like fancy galas and stuff um but i have a very close friend who lives out there and i really wanted to go back there to visit and i thought you know what i think i can probably if i do a load of promotion i can fill a room i'm sure yeah. for two nights um so i've gone there and i just want to get the, the the feel of it as well i haven't done much gigging outside of the uk so i was like it'd be quite fun to go and 
see they have a good scene there as far as i'm aware so i'm keen to go and find it find out oh you have a lovely time i love i've such a beautiful if i could live anywhere else it would be new zealand i have had such mm. a nice time there the be- the people are beautiful the-, the gigs have always been amazing i've had a great time and i'm genuinely envious that you are going but uh, i shall i shall go back i shall go back and um, yeah yeah where can we find you on the socials ben pope um you can find me on instagram um i'm at popes benedict like eggs benedict but with popes um and uh i'm on tiktok as well um uh, which is also at popes benedict um and i think that's it i think oh i have twitter still but i don't know if anyone uses that anymore at ben w pope um i'm, I'm on twitter or x or whatever we're calling it <laughs> but lovely thank you for joining us today ben pope this has been absolutely first class so this has been insane in the membrane with myself rich wilson this has been ben pope we'll see you next time insane in the membrane even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.